What's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining again for another week, episode four, I believe. Uh, we got Justin back in the house. Uh, he was busy saving lives the last two weeks. Uh, we definitely huh. missed you, Justin, uh, last week and the week before last, but glad you're back uh, as my co-host once again. Um, if this is your first time joining in tonight, we keep it super casual. Uh, we are no, by no means professionals in the lawn care world or industry. We are just a ad, avid DIY lawn care enthusiast, and we have you know a decent amount of experience, but definitely there are gaps in our knowledge. And we will do our best to answer any questions anybody has for us. But uh, Justin, the Lawn Whisperer, he is my normal co-host. The way this show kind of rolls is, uh, you know, Justin's a firefighter, so I'm not able to have him as my co-host every week. So we kind of, you know, have uh, people in the community jump in as my co-host and just make it work. It's kind of fun. It keeps things uh, interesting. And um, yeah, I'm glad it's Friday. Unfortunately, I'm not glad that it is the time of year that things are winding down the yeah, sun is going uh, down way too early f for my likings, but uh, Justin, we missed you last week. I'm glad you're here with us tonight. I bet you did. You had bread on here. I bet everybody missed. It was me. rough. <laughs> I well, I watched it. I mean, Brett's gonna have to step his game up next time he's on here. <clears throat> um, what, I mean, how was how was the how was your last two weeks? What how'd everything go? was good I took you know enjoyed my time off i traveled um you know did a lot of things no uh it was good i was busy i was at the fire station both both fridays uh, picked up an extra shift working for somebody um, which i do occasionally so it was good but glad to be back glad to have the night off we're we're glad to have you back um for all the people in the chat and that are just viewing but not actively in the chat uh, I do thank you all for joining us. It's awesome to see a lot of frequent names uh, every week. Uh, it's definitely obvious we have many of the same viewers, which I love. I love that you guys are continuing and coming back. That's very uh, positive. That's That gives me good feedback or us good feedback to let me know we're doing something that obviously people like to watch uh, or just hang out with. It's, it's fun. We will do our best to try to keep up with the chat uh, and answer as many of the questions as we can. I know last week we kind of uh, dropped the ball on that, and I do apologize for that. But, um, yeah, we'll do our best. Let me see who all is here. Super TA, thank you for joining. Jamie, thanks for joining. Left Tool, Coven Carlson, all boys, all right, party boys. The start wait, starts way too late for me. Coven, you just need to be, uh, you know, sacrifice something for a night hey, i'm gonna jump in there and say that this is my bedtime also but i am so dedicated to this that i am here and i am doing well, it so if i can do it you can do it yeah because you have kids coven has kids i have kids everybody can you know sacrifice i will say next week we're off since it's black friday the day after thanksgiving i'm taking the week off uh and we'll be back at you on the first week of december so you people that are, you know, this is too late for you, just, you know, use next week as your time to catch up, and we'll be back at it the week after next. So, um, 
Yeah, Eric Thomas, thanks for joining in. The Lawn Analyst, again, another, I, I saw you last week. Chips and Guac, what's up, Will? How you doing? Uh, Pacific Northwest, what's going on? And Vinny, how you doing, buddy? Mario, you're another one. Steven Eckert and Striper Man. Striper Man made it. You're, I thought this was too late for you because last last week you said it was a little too late for you, but I appreciate you. Uh, Striper Man that, that's What did you say? Striper Man doesn't miss much. I, I feel like I can always count on Striper Man and Grace Ortiz to be to show up at some point. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, well, I know Striper Man had left a comment last week saying it was uh, it was past his bedtime when we did the live stream last week. So I'm glad he he stuck it out this week and and made an appearance. I really appreciate that. Um, EC, hello, how you doing? Ben H, that's not me. For anybody that's confused, I don't have another person in here talking as me. Um, Juan Tism, I've never seen you in here, so thank you for joining, Francis, uh, Francisco Bataz, Bataz. I hope Ooh, I pronounce Francisco. What's that? I hope I pronounced that right. But anyway, I appreciate everybody, everybody tuning in. It's been a lot of fun, and we just lost Justin, but that's okay. Let me jump in the chat, see how everybody's doing. Um. Justin's gonna fix his video. It's no big deal though. Um, I think I think Jamie asked uh, if I had time to use the Time Master. No, I have not. Um, it's been uh, it, every time I have the chance to mow the lawn, it's too My dark. Back. Uh, you're, you're still dark. Um, every time I have the chance to mow the lawn, it's too dark. So I have at least one more mow to go, and. Uh, and then that's probably going to be it for me on the season. But my last mo will be with my brand new Time Masters. So we will be doing a video with that um, very soon. Hello. Yeah, I hear you, Justin. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not, but here I am. Uh, we'll, we'll get Justin back on. Not sure what's going on with them, but... Uh, Bear with us, folks. Hey! There you go. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, Justin. You just cut out. I could hear your audio, but I couldn't see your uh, video. Yeah, it said poor connection, and it kicked me off. It didn't want me to have anything to do with this, I guess. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. Justin, people were asking if I was going to use my Time Master, and... Uh, Okay. I I I said that my I'm going to be using that'll be my last mow of the year, because um, I have one more mow. But every time I have the opportunity to mow, it's way too dark already, as I'm sure. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. This but is. But yeah, the time master though. Let's let's talk about that. So you got the time master. I do. Uh, you have it set up and everything's ready to go. It's all fueled up, oiled up. But it has not cut any grass. I might have made a few passes just to see the okay. height uh, to make sure I'm gonna I'm cutting it at the height I wanted it, but I've not actually mowed the whole lawn with it. Okay, so what what height is that? What height are you gonna cut it at? <clears throat> well, the the Honda I'm usually at like a I'm at the three inch mark, and there is no three inch mark with the Time Master. It's three and a quarter, and then yeah. it jumps down to two and three quarters, I believe. But yeah. I might take the 
the front setting at D, which is the two and three quarter, and keep the back at uh, C, which is three and a quarter, which I think levels me out to get about three inches. So, so that's what I do. I I offset my front and back wheels because I think it cuts way better. Okay. Um, I think it helps with the circulation under the deck, and I think I just think it, you get a cleaner cut. But I will say that will give you two and three quarters, no matter where you spin it. Yeah. It, cause, just because, I mean, that blade is going to hit at two and right. three quarters. So keep that in mind. But I am also, I cut mine at two and a quarter, and it looks fantastic. All year long? So, uh, I bump it up to two and three quarters during the July and August, usually. Uh, but the rest of the year, I'm at two and, two and a quarter. So. And you're tall fescue, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Because, uh, you know, the, the Honda says it cuts at three inches, but I... Uh, every time I measure it, sometimes it looks like it's cutting, you know, a little bit below three, and sometimes it's cutting a little bit above. And obviously, that's just because the lawn's not perfectly flat. Yeah. Um, but when I keep the time master at the the C setting, the uh, three and a quarter, um, it just it's not going to cut anything, even though it does need to be cut. Because if I use the Honda at, at the three inch setting, it's clear that it's actually cutting something. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to cut. I don't. I don't want the last mow to be with the Honda. I want to. I want the. I want to go out strong with the Time Master. So yeah, you got to throw the Time Master at it at least once before you put it to bed. Yeah, and the good thing yeah. about it is I don't have any maintenance to do to the Time Master before you know winter. All I need to do is yeah. fuel it up, put some uh, fuel stabilizer in there. I don't need to change the oil because it's fresh oil, new spark plug, and everything. But the, Perfect. the Honda, I definitely will need to probably give it a good old lube job before I put it to yeah. bed. I did mine all today. I uh, did. I think I, I mowed my front and the back for the last time. Uh, I think it was about five or six days ago. It hasn't grown at all since then. So I'm assuming I am done there. Um, I mowed the side yard today. Uh, did a quadruple cut, actually, because I was just in the zone and feeling it. Um, but I really wasn't cutting anything off. And so I ended up winterizing everything. Um, and so, yeah, I'm good to go. Good to go. I saw you put some, uh, your mo today with the, the greens master. Was that today or was that an old picture that you put up? That was today. Yeah. Was that, did you, I mean, you bought that used, so did you have to, uh, was there much like maintenance you had to do to it before getting it ready to go? That thing was, it's actually, it, it was really, it was pretty dirty, um, which if you watched my video, you saw I cleaned it up. But other than that, the reel was in really good shape. Everything else was really, really good shape. So uh, I've got some plans for what I'm going to do with that this winter. I'm, I'm going to keep the red paint how it is, but I think I'm going to take everything that's black off of it because the black parts are kind of faded like the gas tank and all that and i'm gonna i think i'm gonna repaint those and put new stickers and stuff on it and then i think i'm gonna buy and put on a grooved front roller i think that'll make the cut cleaner okay so are you gonna keep are you gonna the parts that are black that you're gonna repaint are you gonna paint those like a fresh black are you gonna you're gonna go all chrome aren't you I, I would love to go all chrome. I think that would be awesome. But I, I also kind of want to keep it black. I think it would look look pretty cool if it was just like... Because it's like 25-year-old sure. mower, you know? Um, and so I'd love to just make it look like a brand new 
brand new mower. I got you. So are, with the stickers, are you just going to put uh, like new Toro stickers on there? Yeah. So I'm, I found every sticker that comes on it originally. So right now it has stickers on it, but they're either faded or they're half peeled off. Um, and so all those stickers, which is like some of them are Toro stickers. Some of them are like warning stickers sure. and safety stickers that just kind of come on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I might replace all of them because you can find them all. So that would just make it look like a brand new stock mower. Nice. Just going, going, uh, original. I like, I, it. I like that. I like the original, original Toro design there. I do too. I th- I think it's cool to take things back to their original state when they're, at an older state, like taking it back to what it used to yeah. look like. Yeah. I, I watched this guy. Um, I can't think of his name. It's been a while since I watched it, but he has a YouTube channel where he, it, he doesn't talk. He just, he finds old pieces of equipment like tools or machines or something. And he like breaks them all down, cleans them up, re- repaints them, restores them to their original like look. And it's so cool. Yeah. I think a lot of people find those videos super satisfying, even if they're like, 10 or 15 minutes long people will mm-hmm. just sit there because i'm guilty of doing yeah. it just to watch the people just take it from its ugly state and make it to what you see it on the thumbnail you're like is that real and then you want to watch yeah. it re- you want to watch it happen so i'm i definitely know what you're talking about yeah yeah it's super satisfying it sucks you right in uh steven eckard you asked uh are we going to have this on Spotify or any other podcast streaming app. My plan is to take the audio from these and put them on one of the app uh, services. I just have not gotten that far yet, but that is the plan so far. It's just not to that point. So thank you for asking that because when it is available at some point, I will let everyone know, Um, but we're just not there at this point. So um, let's see what else is going on in the, Chizat. I saw somebody ask about the Furt stash I have in my garage. I was so, going to ask that too. Yeah, so I have a I have a pretty big pile of fertilizer, and it's all X Green fertilizer, um, and that is for my business. I bought a pallet of that back in the springtime, late spring, um, and that is I have some yards that I treat. Um, and so, yeah, that's what that's for. So it's just a big pile of X green, big pile of X green. Right on. I've, I only yeah. got to use that fertilizer once. It was, yeah. it was nice though. Yeah. I had never, I had never used a greens grade, uh, fertilizer before. Yeah. It's nice. It's like a lot of fun to spread. Um, Jamie asked, did your elemental software application bump your pH down? Um, I don't know. I am going to be doing a soil test at the beginning. It'll be, it'll be sometime over winter or whenever the ground thaws, it'll probably be late winter, early spring before I ever put any fertilizer applications down that I'll collect a soil sample and run it in with everything I did. I'm hoping it bumped it down at least in the sevens. Um, I don't know because I I hit it pretty hard with the elemental sulfur and then the citric acid I put down um, to help the microorganisms break down that elemental sulfur into uh, cit- uh, not citric acid but uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Basically, break it down. They it oxidizes it to turn it into um, sulfuric acid, which uh, brings down the soil in a much more permanent fashion. I think it's sulfuric acid. I may be wrong. Either way, hopefully, all of that work did bring the pH down. But we will see. I will definitely doing be doing a video uh, on next year's soil results. But um, we'll just have to wait and see at this point in time. So. It's the first time I've ever had to deal with, I mean, I don't have a ton of experience with lawns, but this year at this new lawn, it was the first time I ever had to deal with, uh, you know, actually correcting soil pH because I've never had to put lime down before. I've never had to uh, put elemental sulfur down. So this is the first year I've ever had to correct pH issues. Justin, have you ever had to deal with anything like that? No, I, uh, I've never had any issues with pH. We, my, honestly, my pH here, every time I've tested it, it's, it's like perfect. Um, and I even tested my parents' lawn, um, which has never had anything done to it, and they had perfect pH. And so I think in the springtime, I'm going to go down to our property that, we, that we're going to build on, and I'm going to test the soil down there just for fun. Um, just to compare and see how that is so we'll see i don't know yeah that'll be interesting on your pro on your new property because when they i know when they you know when they develop land and build a house they kind of do a lot of they scrape a lot of that uh good yeah. organic topsoil off uh and then they start digging down in the you know clay stuff and stuff like that so it'll be interesting to see um if you do any videos or soil tests like you know where your house could potentially be versus what it's in and compare yeah. that to when you actually have a house and lawn to see how much the soil pH or soil test has changed. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll definitely do that. I'm laughing because I'm looking at some of the comments in the, in the, yeah, about your stash. I saw that but too. There's a lot of comments about the stash. Well, let's, People are loving. Let's it. jump in there. The, so the first one I saw was from Left Tool. He said, can you talk about uh, stash growth and product ratio used? Did you go granular or liquid products for thickness? So this is all natural, buddy. <laughs> this is all natural. Um, I, I did, actually, I told my wife earlier. So she she thinks that this, I think she's watching this. She thinks that this is just a November thing. I told her this was going all the way through winter and uh, I needed to get some mustache, mustache wax for this because it's really on the edges here. It's starting to get where I can start to curl it out, which is just prime time. Like I can't shave it off now. Like I worked, I worked hard to get to this point and then you're going to make me shave it off. Like, I don't think so. Connor Ward can give you some tips on that. Yeah. I need to, I need to talk to him about, about what he puts on here to, to help me get this thing really fluffed up. You should retitle it to The Late Show with Average Joe. You know, that's not a bad title. I like Stephen Colbert. I like his show. That's not a bad title. You know, I'm not married to The Average Joe Lawn Care Show, so we might change it. Thank you to Mario for that uh, suggestion. Um, blank Man, how, long, how low can you go with the Time Master without scalping? Um, I don't know. That's really just, uh, I mean, depends on how bumpy and uneven your lawn is. I know some people, I mean, the lowest setting is one and a quarter inches. And I know some people who mow at that height and have no issues. If I took it on my front yard and mowed it at one and a quarter inches, I would have, I mean, I would be scraping off 
you know, the grass in some spots yeah. all the way to the dirt. So really just depends on your lawn. I know when I, uh, when I did my overseeding, I took my lawn down to, took the Honda down to two inches, I believe. And in some areas, just due to the lawn being or the ground being uneven, it was taking it probably down to an inch and a half, if not less. Um, I couldn't go any lower than two inches on my lawn, uh, just because it would be too low for what I was needing to do. Cause I was only doing that to kind of thin it, help thin it out before I overseed it. Um, you know, I'm not so sure. I'm still not convinced blank man is not left tool, but you know, um, so I, I got a question from Ben H and he asked how long from seeding Kentucky bluegrass to a thick lawn. Um, and so, did I lose it again? Did, we can still hear I... your audio. Okay, but you can't see me. Okay, well, I'll finish the question. Uh, so he asked how long from seeding the lawn to having a thick Kentucky bluegrass lawn. And I would say, um, honestly, I won't see the full benefits of Kentucky bluegrass until probably, you know, I mean, it, it takes like two years for bluegrass to fully mature, but um, I'll really see it probably the end of next spring. But right now, it's been two and a half months since I seeded, and I am very, very happy with with where I'm at. I'd, I'd say I'm I'm pretty thick. So yeah, I mean, from yeah. what I've seen on your videos, it looks like because that's on your backyard, I believe, um, and it looks really good. Um, now you're back. There we go. I I don't know what's happening. Sorry. Guys. No, you're good. We're rolling along. Princess Lawn Care, what's going on? Thanks for joining tonight. Um, Scott O'Hara, what's up? You're, it's okay. It'll be late. It's, you know, everybody's got lives they got to do. Um, I don't, I don't expect people to join in right when we start. Uh, go lawn engineer, go Connor Ward style and do a complete rebuild. Um, oh, with his Toro. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about with the Toro. I don't uh, think you'll need a rebuild because it seems like that thing's in pretty good condition. Yeah, it is. It, it's uh, it's actually in very good condition. They they took very good care of it. Was that a uh, was that formerly owned by uh, like a golf course or something? Um, so the owner used to work at a golf course. Yeah, and so he knew he knew what he was doing. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, let's see what else we have going on in here. Come on, Brett. Brett, Brett, thanks for the the little five dollar tip. I'll put this away so you can still see the stash. (laughs) What did he say? Did he say something mean? Can we make Justin's face go away again? (laughs) That guy. Oh, good. Uh, so John Perry asked. Wait, John Perry's um, on? We, John Perry! John Perry's in here. Wow. Uh, he, he asked if, if we think that sh- short grass is a fad. I'll let you answer that first. To a degree, I do. But I do think... Uh, I don't know. I think there are those people that that do plan on staying that way. But I think once people do it and they realize how... Uh, much work goes into it. I'm not sure they'll 
maintain that unless they buy a real mower because once i feel like once you buy a gas-powered real mower you're kind of you're invested oh yeah definitely invested i i feel like we could talk about this for like a five-hour conversation on on real mowing and i know nothing about real mowing i will start out by saying that i know absolutely nothing um most of the things that i do know i message brett and ask him and or like Jimmy or someone like that who who does it. Lakehouse lawn care a bit. He knows he knows way more than I do, and I've been talking to him. He's an awesome guy. Uh, but I I don't really think it's a fad. Me, I think that like you said, some people will get into it and then realize that they don't have time for it. Um, but I will say um, I'll try to keep this short and sweet and not go off on a tangent. But no, I will go say on a people, tangent. My my so my side yard, which is what I am real mowing, um, it is not the most even. Even after you know sand leveling it before I did my uh, grass seed, um, I probably needed like four more yards of sand over there to get it, you know, even close to to level. I still have so many dips and bumps, and so I was actually really nervous the first time I took that Greensmaster over it because I knew how uneven it was, and it didn't scalp at all. Like. Some people, I think people don't realize that like that's the benefit of having that front roller on there is that it just, it levels it out and, you know, it, it helps not scalp the grass. Um, and so that's one thing that people don't realize. They think they have to have perfect lawns um, or perfectly flat, smooth lawns and you don't. Um, another thing is, and maybe I'll change my mind when I get to peak, peak growing season and I'm, maybe I will have to mow more often, but right now, um, or right, not right now, but whenever I first got it or was first real mowing, I, you know, was doing it every three days. Um, no problem, not cutting off too much. And that's pretty much the same frequency I was been mowing my front yard with the rotary anyway. So it, it's not too crazy to me. Um, but you know, if you're mowing one time a week and then you try to go to a real mower, you're probably going to have a hard time. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I I really uh, when I was real mowing that small, tiny Bermuda patch at the our previous house, I enjoyed that. But uh, I realized that just the work that went into that small area and how much I had to keep up with it. Um, and honestly, I don't know if as much as I loved that real cut Bermuda, and if I ever had Bermuda, I'd probably try to real cut it if I could. But, you know, being in the life that I am with three kids that are four and under, um, I just don't know if I could really do uh, a real mode lawn, uh, even though I'd want to. It's really more, here's what I kind of think is I, I think people need to realize, like, you need to have the lawn that you're okay with, not trying to strive to have a lawn that you think you should have. Um, yeah. Because, like, for me, I really, I don't mind the tall cut grass. I think it looks good. If you do, you know, do things right, you mow it frequently and all the good cultural practices and whatnot. Um, but I think sometimes in the community, sometimes people get so wrapped up in like, oh, well, it looks better this way. Well, do you think it looks better that way? Or, you know, are you, do you need to be super anal about having all the weeds out of the lawn? Um, you know, it's really, like I said, I've, I've uh, Budget Lawns made a video recently about you know, how people kind of be, are over the top and kind of get obsessive about it. And it's not, you know, healthy, just like you can get overly obsessive about yeah. anything. 
but I, 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 I think I commented on there, you know, just like what I said, people just need to find the type of lawn that they like, that they can, you know, manage and take care of. And it's a realistic thing for them to actually fit into their day-to-day lives because real mowing and taking your lawn that low is not for everybody. It's just not. Um, and even having a tall cut grass and trying to, you know, eradicate all the weeds and be on top of it all the time like that, that's not realistic for everybody. And it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah. like for, for instance, this year in this new house, bigger lawn, it's double the size of my old lawn. I was not able to mow the lawn. Like when I mowed the lawn, I had to kind of break it up sometimes. Like one day I would mow the front yard, the next day I'd mow the side yard and the next day I'd mow the, the backyard. And I was used to mowing it like all in one day or at least yeah. my old lawn. Um, and I just kind of had to adapt, you know, cause you're, you're trying to, and the end of the and the end of the day, the lawn care is just a hobby for me. And like, obviously, it has to be taken care of. But I know the way I take care of it, it's always going to look good from most outside perspectives. Um, and I, I have a, a more important job as a husband and and a, and a, not wife, husband and father, uh, than you know, obsessing and and being consumed by the lawn i think there's just a balance just like everything that people get involved with and it's a hobby you just gotta you gotta find that happy medium yeah yeah absolutely i mean uh i i definitely fall into that category sometimes i get a little too obsessed um i have to take a step back and you know this is what we're doing here i mean it's the grass has brought us together and all these people watching but at the end of the day it's Mm -hmm. grass um and that's something that I have completely shifted. Um, and I, I wish my wife could tell you, I, I, before I would get like so nitpicky about things that I like at one point I like wouldn't let my kids walk on the grass. And I know this is crazy, but I like bringing this story up and then I like was realized like, what am I doing? Like I'm, I need, I'm making this lawn nice so that they can enjoy it and play on it. So, uh, one of those things that people like get so obsessed about, uh, but really you got to take a step back and just learn to enjoy it. Because if you're always like looking at it and saying, Oh, this is wrong with it. I need to fix this or I need to be doing this. Like you're, you're going to burn out and you're not going to enjoy yeah. it. No, I mean, I, I would say I was, I was there as well. And, uh, from time to time I do get, I do get like that with the kids. Like, uh, but at the end of the day, I'm like, man, my kids are so small right now that the time, the the age that they are, they're only going to be like that once, and I just need to, you know, enjoy it. And if they rip up the lawn, destroy it, oh well, I can just you know how yeah, to fix exactly. it exactly. I mean, especially a YouTube channel, it gives you more content to make. You can make more videos yeah. about it. Uh, I need to give a give a shout out to Scott O'Hare. Thank you so much again. Uh, I I sincerely appreciate that. It's humbling to have that to people donate like that. So thank you so much, Scott O'Hare. If you guys don't know, Scott O'Hare uh, is one of those guys that is always commenting on people's videos. Uh, I see him on people's YouTube channels before I ever even find them. It'll be like six months later. Um, I don't know how Scott O'Hare and people like Grace Ortiz and I'm uh, super TA is another one. Um, 
there's so many of them that I just see in the chat sometimes in other people's videos where I see them in the comments. And I'm like, man, you guys are, are savages. You're everywhere. And I think that's awesome to have people like you in the community because you support a lot of people. And that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Those people are awesome. I, they always come on my videos as well. And I appreciate them all the time, every time. Uh, so Lake House Lawn Care said slip and slide party at my house. Absolutely. Bring it. We'll do it. You know who's uh, uh, somebody that's super, I would say, casual with their lawn care is Coven. Cause... Coven, yes. Uh, it's the first person I thought of when he when I saw slip and yeah. slide. But I remember he did that video on that huge slip and slide. He did I know he house. loves his lawn, but I also know he takes it very, He it's light. Like he doesn't, yeah. you know. It's not something that he's going to get worked up about. Now, he did make the video about where some dog peed in his lawn and it burned the spot, which I think he was just having fun with that. But um, I I don't know. I get I get a little upset when people don't pick up their dog poop. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't, people can use their my lawn as their dog's toilet all they want. I don't care. But just pick up the poop. Like, it's not that hard. Yeah. But... Yeah, what about the squirrels? No, so my kids can use my lawn all they want. People's dogs can use my lawn as long as they pick up the poop. Squirrels, got to go. Actually, I'm dealing with rabbits right now. I think the squirrels are pretty much done for the year. It's it's the rabbits. John Perry knows all about rabbits. I talked to him. He gave me his his little uh, secret ingredient. So I've got that coming, and I'm gonna I'm gonna test that out. Wasn't it uh, like some uh, really hot spicy sauce? Yeah, um, I forget what, Dave's secret sauce or something like that. Dave's intense sauce. I think it was something like that. Someone should contact that company that makes that sauce. And be like, you guys might want to put this in a lawn care related bottle, like a hose end sprayer. <laughs> <laughs> put a rat, put a rabbit on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got B Davis in the house. Um, man, there's a lot of people on here. I. I'm humbled to have so many people on here. John Perry, some of the bigger names as well. Bush League Lawns just tuned in. Uh, John Mack, uh, Lake House Lawns. If I didn't mention you, I do apologize. I don't. I didn't mean to for, leave you out, but I really sincerely and just am, am uh, humbled to have everybody on tonight and joining us and having a little fun. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. <clears throat> um. Uh, do you guys have much deer problem in your area? Uh, we've got a lot of deer, yeah, around here. I recently had a huge ten point buck in my in my lawn. Uh, it tore up actually a little bit of a little bit of my lawn. It's you know kind of on the side, so you can't really see it. But I think there were acorns there that it was eating. And so yeah, I don't really. I mean, I don't really get them coming up and eating my plants or anything like that so it's not a huge huge deal here yeah we had it we had them a little bit well we had them a lot they were all over our old neighborhood um and they would show up in our backyard because our backyard was surrounded in oaks and i think they were interested in those acorns like you were talking about um but there was one in particular i remember at our old house that i could literally come up within 10 feet of and uh 
they wouldn't run away. And I would, I actually went out, I know you're probably not supposed to do this, but I went out with an apple and threw it an apple and be like, Hey, you want, you know, <laughs> but just having a little fun. Yeah. As long as they don't eat the plants. Right. Yeah. I, I had, I was just pretty religious about spraying it with, uh, whatever deer repellent it had some sort of, I don't know, just, it, I don't know what's in those deer repellents. I think there's some like oils in it or whatever that repels them. The scent, the scent that they just detest or something They're like, Oh, I'm not going over there. <laughs> so we're on the topic of winterizing, right? So did you, have you put down a last application of fertilizer or are you going to? Um, so this winter I was, uh, you know, this fall, I was actually doing the, the fall blitz. So I was, you know, roughly every week putting down a quarter pound just to kind of help it along. Um, <clears throat> we can, you, we lost you again, Justin, but that's okay. I'm we still can here. still hear you. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, there you go. You're back. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, the fall winterizer I did this fall, I was doing the, the fall blitz. So every week I was doing a quarter pound of nitrogen and it's been about two weeks since my last application of fertilizer. And I may put down one last quarter pound of nitrogen, uh, after my last mow, but Aside from that, I don't really have a whole lot. I was planning on doing uh, an application of iron with the uh, green effect, but I every time I had an opportunity, it was either dark or it was too windy to go out and spray, so I never got a chance to go do it. Because um, I was actually trying to shoot a video for the heart backpack spare that I have, and I, I just didn't get the chance to do it. So I'm not sure. I may just do like a a voiceover style video with that, um, backpack sprayer. So, but what about you? Did you already finish up your fertilizing? Today, actually, I put, put one final app down. Um, I, I've been spoon feeding and so I just put down like 0.4 pounds of nitrogen per thousand. Um, used a 1608, um, from the Andersons actually. And so I see a question. Somebody asked if they could use carbon X as a winterizer. So I'm going to say, yeah, carbon X has some quick release nitrogen. Basically you want some quick release nitrogen. Well, really anything that you have, I, I would, you know, you can go out and buy something if you don't have anything, but I'm not, you know, you don't need to go out and buy anything that's labeled a winterizer or whatever. If you have fertilizer left over from the season, as long as it has some quick release nitrogen in it, you're going to be good to go. Though I wouldn't put anything like melorganite or something like that down. But yeah, use what you have. You don't you don't need to go and and spend a bunch of money. Just use what you got. Yeah, that's kind of what I did uh, near the end of my fall blitz. Is I was starting to just dive into some of the fertilizer that I had that I just needed to use up and um because i didn't want to have it storing over winter anymore i wanted to kind of deplete my stock so that i can uh you know build up my stock again over winter with some fresh stuff so yeah um ngb said i had a girl i guess she was she mentioned this probably when we were talking about dogs pooping in the lawn she had a she said i had a girl flick a cigarette butt in my yard and keep walking 
I don't know why people think like it's okay to flick a cigarette butt. Is it just because it's so small that they're like, oh yeah, this is okay to litter. It doesn't matter. Because, I mean, it's no different than any other piece of trash. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. People, people are... I think it's just disrespectful. People just don't care about other people's things. And, yeah. So. John said, is there a channel where people give up their kids for adoption when they ruin their lawn? There probably is, John. I mean, let's be serious. There's a channel about every, everything these days. <laughs> I actually, this is way off topic and not lawn care related, but I found a YouTube channel. It's called 3D Bot Maker. They make uh, die cast it's like the Hot Wheels, and they make they make uh, videos that are all racing them, and it's on this uh, track that's basically on a whole set that looks like the set that you'd see like the model trains on. Mm-hmm. And the production quality of it is awesome. When you watch it, you <laughs> would think you're actually watching um, like a racing, like a NASCAR race or a rally race, because they have they have what's called King of the Mountain races, and then they have an actual rally racing one. It's hilarious. Like it's. They have color commentary and everything. It, it's super cool. If you guys don't know about it, go check it out. It's 3D Bot Maker. Not lawn care related, but if you're into racing and all that kind of stuff, it's actually pretty entertaining. I'll have to check that out. <clears throat> Somebody asked, uh, my favorite cool season grass. That's such a hard question to answer. It, it really depends on where you're at and I guess your situation, if you can water, if you can, you know, uh, it's, if that, it's kind of a toss up. I'm going to say right now I'm loving the, the bluegrass. I think, uh, I'm leaning towards the Kentucky bluegrass just because of the way it spreads and fills in. But, uh, the tall fescue in the front yard is, you know, at least for now it is a darker green color and, you know, it, it does really well in the heat. So I don't know. just depends on if you can water it and where you're at and if you get humidity and all that stuff. Yeah. I think that's pretty, that's, I mean, I like all the different kind of cool season grasses I've seen. Um, it, it, like Justin just said, it's really more dependent on the area you live in. Cause I know like my area in the St. Louis area, I would not do well if I had an all, kentucky blue or an all perennial rye it would it would get fried in the summer that's why majority of the lawns around here are going to be a tall fescue um i do know my backyard has uh more kentucky bluegrass mixed in it than the the side or the front yard and yeah coincidentally my backyard dealt more heavily with the uh fungus problem than other areas but um, yeah, I think, I think it's more dependent on the area you live in than anything else. Yeah. I will tell you that at my next lawn, whenever we build our house, I will probably have a section of, of tall fescue, but I, I'm probably going to do the majority of my lawn around my house. Uh, I think it'll be about 80% bluegrass, 20% rye, which is what I have in this side yard over here. Um, I think it's just a good mix. It's very soft and it stripes well and it just it just looks good um what do you do in the off season justin 
sit on my I butt. I mean, what, what do you? Because do you do you get antsy? <laughs> I do. At yeah. what point? So, so I mow lawns for those of you guys who don't know on my days off from the fire station, and so by I mean I was I was ready for the season to be over, um, you know, but. I, it, after about a month, I would say I'll probably start, you know, getting antsy and go stir crazy. So, uh, I've dabbled with some different stuff in the past over the winter, but really, you know, I try to just take it easy and enjoy it. Do you get, how much snow do you get up in Indiana? We, it, it's hit and miss. Um, some years we get quite a bit and then some years like last year we didn't get any lower we got we got some but not like any measurable where i i don't think i even shoveled my driveway one time last year so yeah it just depends yeah i'm thinking uh i'm gonna be interested to see what the winter's like here compared to uh our old house because even though we're not really that much further from where we used to live we're a little bit further north but the way the storms usually roll through our area, it always seems uh, it always seems like this area gets hit with the storms. And we lived uh, a little bit further south, and it always seems like the storms always dissipated or went north of us where we compared to where we used to live. So I don't know if we'll get hit more so this year than we did in previous years. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, the lawn kid, said snow doesn't exist in Indiana anymore, and I—it's funny, but like, I—I I, I kind of agree with him. Or maybe we'll get proved wrong. I hope I don't say that, and we get, you know, pounded with snow because I'd be okay if we didn't get a ton of snow. But uh, yeah, we, last year we didn't get hardly any snow at all, so we'll see what this year brings. You know, I'm kind of like, if it's gonna be winter and it's gonna be cold it better snow. Like, that's kind of how I feel yeah. about it. Like I, I want it to snow. So I, you know, the kids can go out and do something or whatever and play in it. And I can go shovel snow or something. Cause I don't mind shoveling snow. I, it gives me something to do to be completely honest. Cause sometimes I'll just go shovel neighbors, yeah. uh, driveways or sidewalks or something. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, I would agree with you. If it's going to be cold, I would like to see snow, but the problem with here is if it would just stay snow and stay cold, I would be okay with it. But it, it snows and then it immediately the sun comes out and it just turns to slush. And, you, you know, you get all the nasty gray, brown snow and stuff all over your car. And, yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan yeah. of that. Well, I mean, it, you got a sweet snowblower you can use didn't i do i i've got a couple i need to test out um not sure if i'm gonna get to this year i had that uh the power shovel was sent to me so uh that'll be fun to kind of play with and test around on different areas you could take it out and try it on your leaves i hadn't even thought about that go mulch up your leaves see see how it works pile them up well, the only, the so that's the other thing. I wanted to do like a leaf cleanup video with the heart blower, but we don't uh-huh. like uh you know, I not that I should be super surprised, but I was expecting me to have a little bit more leaves than I did. 
uh, this year, but we didn't really get a whole lot of leaves because unlike my old house, the backyard is not surrounded with trees uh, because uh-huh. the backpack blower would have been a perfect tool to have for that uh, our old back our old backyard where I had you know just tons and tons of leaves. But oh well, yeah. You don't have to deal with the beast anymore no, either. I'm glad that thing is gone and in someone else's hands. I did the best I could with that thing. Yeah, you you can only do so much. Cleat, just throw the cleats on and try to go. I do them. miss strapping on some uh, baseball cleats to go mow the lawn, though. That was always kind of fun because I would always have to go around my neighbor's house. And I'd be walking on the sidewalk, and obviously they're metal cleats, so you can just hear them like grinding on the concrete. And sometimes the neighbor would be outside, and I'm sure they're just staring at me like, why the hell is he wearing baseball cleats? What's this guy doing? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yep. Yeah. So let's see. Left tool is back. He says that silly penguin is back. Billy Madison reference. I love left tool. He's a he's a frequent viewer. I appreciate him always being on here. He's been on here, I'm pretty sure, for every episode. He's a dedicated fan. <clears throat> well, uh let's see. Do you have any uh, new fun pieces of equipment you're looking forward to using next year? Um, well, so I have got the Greens Master. Um, and so that that is, you know, a tricky... For anyone who is, you know, going to go down the real mow path, um, from somebody who has no clue what they're talking about or doing there, but has a manual reel and now has a greens mower. I think John Perry said it earlier that a greens mower is not ideal for a homeowner. And I will agree with that. Brett will probably disagree with that. Um, but for, you know, my side yard that I'm real mowing is 1800 square feet, which I think around 2000 square feet for a normal, for a homeowner is like a good amount that you can real mow, right. And be able to keep up with it and it not be too much. Um, I, I will agree with him that he said a greens mower is not ideal. Um, and so if you're going to get into real mowing, you might want to look at one of the other options. Um, I think people oftentimes say that if you go with the other options, like a McLean or something like that, that you're going to eventually move up to a greens mower. I don't know if that's true or not, but they're just way easier to maneuver, way lighter, I think. Um, and just for the average homeowner, probably way better option. Well, and that's what uh, I think Bush League wants. He got a California trimmer because um, that's, I think, from what I see, that it it looks very similar to like a McLean. At least the rear, the rear wheels and everything look similar to like a McLean style um, reel mower. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to try out like a Swordman or an Allet and just see how how they compare and see how easy they are to maneuver. Cause from everything I've seen, the people I've talked to, they just say it's so easy to maneuver and, and move around and all that. Cause the greens mower, at least the, the 1600, that thing is a tank. I mean, it is hard to turn around. I mean, you can get used to it. Um, but 
Yeah, no, I mean, they're made for wide open spaces on a golf course, and you can you can definitely tell that. Um, now, so this is actually something I wanted to actually talk to you about and get your take on it, because uh, I've dealt with this question a couple times. Um, what do you, what's like, if you have a homeowner that's just starting out, um, and they, you know, see, you know, these nice lawns on YouTube and whatever else. Your video went out, but we can back. still hear your audio. Um, so what's the first thing that you would tell people, like, if they're just now starting out in lawn care, they have little to no experience, what do you think is, like, the thing that people need to get down first before they try to go, you know, all in? Mowing. My number one thing, I think you could, I mean, I think putting fertilizer on your lawn is important and it's good, obviously, because um, you need those nutrients, especially if you're deficient in other stuff. But if you get mowing down and you mow, I think, you know, frequent mowing, you could have a super nice looking lawn. Mm -hmm. um, you can take, a. I think even without spraying, you know, weeds and stuff in it, I think if you keep it mowed, and mow it frequently and just keep cutting it off whenever it tries to grow, it's going to thicken up. And I think it will just look way better. I would probably agree with that. I think that's one of the things that, uh, cause I've had a lot of people come ask me like what fertilizer are you using or, you know, what, what are you putting on your lawn? And I'm like, well, I'm just using this fertilizer. And then I'll usually always follow that up with, it's usually not about what you're putting on your lawn. It's more about what you're doing because, you know, I've always took to heart what Alan has said in the past. He's like, the thing you do most to your lawn is mow it second to watering it and those types of things. Um, but the, that that's what you do the most to your lawn. So that's naturally going to be one of the most important things you do. And when you, you know, fertilizing and feeding it is obviously important as well. But like you just said, if you're not doing the very basic things right, then all those other things don't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't get too, honestly, too caught up in, in what you're putting on your lawn until you have mowing down. Because if, you know, and I don't want to call anybody out, no one in the community or anything here, but somebody that is, you know, lives near me. Um, I've seen them put stuff on their lawn. You know, I've, I've seen them spreading fertilizer, but they don't mow about every like 10 to 14 days. And so the grass gets like eight inches tall and then they come back and they cut it down to two inches. Yeah. And it, it looks terrible because, you know, and it would look really good if they would just mow it every you know, even if they mowed it once a week, every seven days. But um, I, I would tell people to mow every, you know, I mow, try to mow with, you know, my tall fescue in the front. I try to mow it every three to four days. Um, but even if you mowed it every four to five or even five to six days, um, you're going to be better off than what a lot of people do. And that's mow every two weeks or so. Yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, that's right on. I mean, I that's one of the things that, you know, I've told people, I was like, if you can just do once a week, that's better than every two weeks. Um, yeah. And that, that kind of follows, that goes back to one of the things I was talking about earlier when I tell people like, well, if you can mow more frequent, at least once a week, 
that's better than not doing it, you know, more like two weeks or every two weeks. But that goes back to what I was talking earlier in regards to like having the lawn that you can actually have. Like if you can't mow more than once a week, then that's, you know, your lawn is only going to be able to get as good as what you can, as the time that you put into it, essentially. Um, yeah. You know, if you can't mow two times a week, that's okay. If you can't mow more than one time a week, or if it's every two weeks, like that's just kind of the reality of it. And if, you know, some people I know that I've talked to my neighbors, they have like companies come out and mow their yard and they just do, you know, once a week, usually sometimes it's less frequent than that. Um, and then I usually can tell cause I'm, I, I pay attention to this. I can see what people are watering like, uh, uh, and I can usually tell it's like, well, you know, you're not, if you, you know, mowing is one of the most important things. We're like, well, I, you know, I got to work and all those types of things. Like, that's okay. Then, you know, you kind of have to expect to have the lawn that you have because you can't do anything and that's okay. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. So, yeah, I would say, I think that a lot of times that's where the, the height of grass comes in, you know, the height you cut. If you're somebody who can't, mow but one time a week if you mow it tall um your grass is going to look better you know if you're sticking with that one third rule idea which you know that's kind of iffy i you know i think you can get away with cutting more off than that at certain times but uh if you can only mow one time a week and and you're mowing at four inches versus if you're mowing one time a week and you're trying to keep it at you know two inches or below like the grass is probably going to look better if you're keeping it taller Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how I'm able to, you know, keep my tall fescue at two and a quarter, I think is because I mow it every three days. Yeah. And I'm only a little bit off. Well, yeah, it's all about just like, you know, we've seen plenty of videos uh, talking about, you know, it's just all about training the grass because that's what, that's what mowing frequently does. You're training the grass, you're training the crown of the grass to stay shorter so it doesn't grow up as, as tall. Uh, and then when you're cutting it more frequent, it, it, It'll start to, cause even if you're, it'll start to tiller out in a way, cause you know, I know the grass that grows horizontally, it'll get thicker that way. Um, but I also know, you know, the bunch type grasses like fescue and perennial rye, you know, like Ryan Nor's lawn, his grass gets really thick. It doesn't, uh, he doesn't have a horizontal growing grass. It gets thick because he mows it so frequent cause, um, you know, that's, that's really why it's so important is because you're training the grass to grow at a certain height. And when you're starting to get really infrequent with your mowing, that's when the grass, the plant kind of gets in another word with, uh, not having the right word, but confused in a sense. Um, and it just looks bad and you start to cut into the crowns and you get brown and all, all those types of things. So, yeah. Um, so Brett brought up, um, he said he thinks many people want to have a great lawn, but make excuses for reasons why they can't do it. And that everyone probably has the same time, but they don't make it a priority. And I would agree with that. Um, you know, if you, if you want something, you have to make it work. I know that it might sound stupid because we're talking about grass, but, um, it applies here. And so before I became a firefighter, I had worked a desk job. I worked a nine to five, you know, Monday through Friday, then I had the wife and a kid after, and uh, or after work I had a wife and a kid. I had, you know came home to spend time with, and I would actually do all of my lawn applications, fertilizing, spraying, no matter what I did, 
other than mowing, I would do it in the morning before I went to work. So I would be out at like 4.30 or 5 in the morning and I would be, you know, fertilizing my lawn in the dark um, because I just didn't, ha I had time after work, but I wanted to prioritize other things other than the lawn. So that's when I did it. And so, you know, everyone can make it work. They just have to have to make the time to do it. Yep. And I would, uh, I would go, um, I would, I test, I would agree with that because at our old house, when the, the second year we lived there, I, I wouldn't call it a renovation, but I did some, uh, and this was before I had a YouTube channel. I scalped that thing down to the ground. Um, I did everything short of killing it off. It was basically dirt and I seeded it and I had to, you know, go to work at, uh, that was when I still had a day job before I was a stay at home dad. So I had to wake up at like three or four in the morning and get everything watered before I left. And I, and it's interesting because my wife is like, you know, you, you won't get up to go work out sometimes, but you'll go water the lawn. And I'm like, yeah, but there's <laughs> just something about, I don't know. Like, it's just, it is, it's true. It's where you put your priorities. It's, I guess, where it boils down to, um, because there's, you know, even this year, like I will, like I, I, I did some of the things that you did. I would wake up early and it'd still be dark outside and it'd be going and spraying stuff in the lawn just to make time for other things in the day. Yeah. And, uh, you have an irrigation system right now at your yes. house. Yeah. That's all such a game changer. Yes. But that's another thing is I would, uh, before I put mine in, I would wake up at, you know, three in the morning before I went to the fire station every third day and I would move sprinklers around. And now all I have to do is program on my Rachio timer and on my phone and set it and forget it. And I'm good. So that thing is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to jump over in the chat, Michael Hahn for all of you DIY lawn care dudes. I know you because I watch you, but you don't know me. I'm 54. I'm a West point grad. I've spent 24 years in the U S army as an infantry officer. Um, sir, thank you for your, your service. Um, that's, I truly appreciate that. Uh, I really do. And I also appreciate you tuning in, uh, to the show tonight and being an active participant in the live chat. So thank you for joining in and, and, uh, and having a good time with us tonight. I saw you, you've been in the chat all night talking with people. So, and I think you also said, let's Ben, let's prevent fungus in 21. Yes, that's the plan. I'm not sure if I will, but uh, I'm hoping I can do better at that this or next season. How many? He then he also asked Michael Hahn also asked, how many of you applied for it with headlamps. I know you probably have Justin. Yeah, so I well I have a light right here. It's a big box light that I use to light this for the video. I guess. Okay. Um, so this is what I pull out. I pull an extension cord out and it lights up my entire like section of lawn. So if I'm doing my backyard, it'll light up the entire section. And so that's what I use. So that four in the morning, my neighbors are ever, ever awake and look outside and they see a guy out there with a big light spreading fertilizer. Just gotta yep. love it. <clears throat> um, but I wanted to mention one other thing towards Brett's comment about uh, uh, basically not making excuses to not, 
you know, put in the time to do it. And I would agree with that. Um, but I, uh, it's, I think people, they don't realize the time that actually goes into it all because I know a lot of neighbors, they'll have people treat their lawn and be like, Oh, well they come out and my lawn still looks like crap. And I'm like, well, you you have to realize they're only coming out, you know, but every three to four months, maybe to apply something. Cause they're usually, it's probably every eight to 12 weeks, depending on the program you have. And, uh, you know, when you're not, uh, you know, there, there's things like you and I, we're probably fertilizing and putting something on our lawn, every, you know, iron or something to give it color. But those people are only applying things in very infrequently and they're not, they don't see it on a day-to-day basis. That's, that's one thing I try to tell those neighbors too. I'm like, you have to understand, like they're not coming out frequently and there's a lot of weeds that can come and go in between the time they are actually at your, in your lawn. So they're not going to see all the things you see. So it's not really fair to you for you to expect the world of them. Like they're not going to make your lawn look like a golf course just because they're treating it and you're not doing that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so I will say that most companies that treat lawns, they can they do a you know do a good job and they can make lawns look nice. They will never make a lawn look as nice as you can make your own lawn. Yes, look. that's very good. Uh, because you're there every day, you're looking at it every day. You can watch it and see how it's responding to certain things, and you can, you know, I don't know. You they also they don't care as much about your lawn as you care about your lawn or should care about your yep. lawn. Um, and so, uh, I, I get a lot of questions about people. They've seen my videos or they watch my videos and they have somebody treating their lawn and they want to start doing it themselves, but they say they're like scared to. And I try to tell them like, there's nothing to be afraid of. Like worst thing that you can do, you can put like too much fertilizer down and burn your lawn. Like who cares? Start over. You learn from it. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, and, and I think that that that's one thing that I think you had the goal in mind of doing this this show, and that was kind of the goal of my YouTube channel is to show that you can do it. Just because you know I am on a video screen, you know, doesn't mean that I am like somebody that is unattainable. Like you can do exactly what I'm doing and get the same exact results. You just have to put in the time. Yeah, and I would say the even if you're having those uh, people treat your lawn. You can still make your lawn look pretty good if you're staying on top of mowing and watering. Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah, the two biggest factors in in how your lawn looks pretty much is is that right there and that's something that those companies that are treating the lawns are not doing. Yeah. You have to do them. So, yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> well, uh I think I'm going to Start wrapping up the show. We're at about we're a little over an hour right now. Uh, I'm gonna start wrapping it up. Um, Justin, uh, what do you got? What do you got in the works over on your channel? Who? Um, well, so I just filmed today a quick video on the winterizing aspect, um, and that uh, you lost me. Um, we can still hear you though. So the winterizing aspect, and so that's pretty much the final application, you know, mowing video that I've got. I still have some other things that I'm probably going to do in the lawn. Um, but then 
I'm kind of shifting gears. I've got some things I'm going to do this winter down at my property, and I've got some some equipment reviews, and I've got some other things um, that I've got to do. I, I've been trying to post two videos a week throughout this season, um, which is a lot, and so I'm honestly kind of happy for the down season so I can kind of cut back. Um, I'm still going to try. I mean, at worst, I'm going to try to post one video every two weeks, but I'm, I would like to do one a week if I can yep. through the way. I'm really excited to see your, uh, what you do over in your, your, uh, new property. And I, I really, I don't think I've given you a good shout out on here, Justin, your channel has blown up this year and it has been awesome to see that. Um, I'm sure if you're in the chat, you already know of the Lawn Whisper and Justin, but if you're not, go over and subscribe to his channel. Uh, he puts out a lot of cool stuff, and he's got a lot of cool stuff for sure in the future on his new uh, property that he's eventually going to be building a new, brand new home on. Um, Justin puts out some great content, and this year has been a huge year for him. He's done a great job with his channel. Uh, if you're not a YouTuber, putting out two weeks or two videos a week is a that's a huge task. That's a tall order, especially when you got kids and a full-time job. Uh, putting out one video a week is hard in and of itself, but two is just another level. So um, you guys need to go give Justin some love and subscribe to his channel. If you haven't already, do be sure to give this video a thumbs up um, and uh, all those kind of things. Um, but yeah, it's been a fun, fun night. I appreciate everybody that tuned in. Justin, we were happy to have you back. Um, <laughs> next week, we will not have a show. Like I said earlier, we will not have a show. It's the day before or the day after Thanksgiving. But we will be back the following week. Uh, back at it again. Having a good old time. And um, I hope you guys all have a very happy Thanksgiving. A relaxing Thanksgiving. Stay safe, everybody. Um, if you're traveling, you know safe travels and all those kind of fun things but hope you have a great thanksgiving thanks again for tuning in like subscribe comment all those fun things all the good stuff and we'll see you guys yeah thank you guys thank you for watching thank you ben for hosting thanks for the love uh i will say if you aren't mowing if you're done mowing for the year uh you know learn you know find something to do and, and relax if you have another mo to do enjoy it if you are brett you know enjoy that uh crappy new lawn you have other than that we'll see you we'll guys. see you in two weeks everybody see you later